Hey, welcome back to my second podcast. Today I will be bringing you some celeb gossip. A weekly roundup of your TV shows, including I'm a Celeb because it started. Woo-hoo, yes. X Factor, Strictly, it's all there. I've got some fashion for you. Christmas fashion. The life of Lexi. I have been away to Dubai. Uh, and I was also on telly. Yes. Oh, uh, you can... And I've also got an interview with Jamie Stevens, celebrity hairdresser. Uh, right, let's kick things off with celebrity gossip. What has been going on? What have you been missing out on? Uh, so first up, Stormzy has been announced as the first headliner uh, of Glastonbury, which is massive. Like, I think that's incredible. But it has got loads of mixed reviews. Uh, people have described it as Glastonbury has sold its soul. Uh, someone quoted R.I.P. Glastow. Utterly embarrassing and biggest joke of the year. I think it's the complete opposite. I'd be buzzing. I want tickets even more now that I know that Stormzy's going to be at Glastonbury this year. Yeah, I think it's really good. I think it mixes it up a bit. Some people have gone as far as to say that for Stormzy, it's too much too soon. And it's like a bad luck, bad curse thing that, you know, you can headline Glastow. Where do you go from there? Nah, I think if someone says to you, even whether you're in your first year of your music career or your 20th year of your music career, and someone says, hey, we'd like you to headline Glastonbury. I don't think you'd say no. Get, I mean, hit me up, anyone from Glastonbury that organises it. Have you ever had anyone say no to Glastow? Yeah, I'd be there in a heartbeat. Uh, Jennifer Aniston is starring in a new movie. It's heading straight for Netflix. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but, you know, Netflix seems to be where everyone is uh, catching up on their shows, isn't it, really? That's definitely a Netflix and chill moment. It's called Dumplin'. Um, Yeah, I said it like that because it's spelt like that. (laughs) And she plays a former beauty queen. Um... She's also a producer on it, which is quite cool. So I feel like she will have had a lot of say in it. Uh, music's by Dolly Parton. And it's all about a, a plus-size teenage girl who enters a pageant, which is run by her ex-beauty queen mum, a.k.a. Jen Ann. Um, and it leads to a whole host of girls following in her footsteps. So basically, all these different girls rock up to this beauty pageant. So, yeah, I'm going to watch it. It's got really good reviews. And that is out next month. I guess it'll be out in December. Yeah. So watch that space. Put a little reminder on. Gemma Collins has released a single called It's the GC. Boom. Of course she has. I love it. Brilliant. It's to promote her new Boohoo collection. Um, I haven't actually checked that out, so... I can't tell you what's in it at the minute. <laughs> uh, it features fellow Celebsque dating star Talia Storm, the little songstress Talia. Uh, it features the lyrics, she's so fabulous, of course. Um, it's got some backing vocals repeating, it's the GC in the background. Yes, just to make it catchy. You know, we'll all be singing along to this. You'll laugh at me now, but you'll be singing it next week. It sounds like the theme tune to Gemma's Disney TV show. <laughs> I could see that happening. And it'll be called It's the GC. This will be the theme tune. Hello, ITVB. Why have you not signed this up yet? Yes. Right, hold up before we go any further, because... Ariana Grande's new single, Thank You Next. It's incredible, right? Yeah, you love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. The more I listen to it, the more I love it. At first, I was kind of like, eh. Uh, But now I'm like, woo, love it. Um, The music video is dropping so, so soon. It's imminent. She's been throwing hints over her Insta feed uh, for the last few days. 
it she's revealed that the video is going to feature Aaron Samuels, the Aaron Samuels from Mean Girls. It's going to feature bits from Clueless, 13 going on 30, and Bring It On. Oh my God, I watched Bring It On the other day. Oh, it's going to be amazing. Uh, if you want the first teaser, she has dropped it this afternoon. It's the intro. Go and check it out. Before you do anything else, stop what you're doing right now. Go and have a look over on her YouTube page. Oh, you, I just can't wait. I think I feel like it's going to break the internet. It's going to be one of those, isn't it? She was on the Ellen show the other day. She did a dance that was very similar to the one in the First Wives Club. Has anyone? Does anyone remember that movie? Loved it. Goldie Hawn was in it. So funny. So funny. Probably one of my funniest films. I mean, any film with Goldie Hawn in it. Love it. Yes. Uh, so yes, stay tuned for that. Can't wait. So there you go, there's your celebrity gossip for this week. A few of the things that I could find to keep you going. Uh, your weekly roundup next. This is your weekly TV roundup. If you've missed any of the big TV shows, don't fear because I'm here to tell you what you've missed, basically. I'm a celebrity. If you, I don't know where you've been. Have you been living under a rock? I don't know, but it's back on our TV screens in case you didn't know. But it's, it's pretty much everywhere, isn't it? So it started off with, I think there's, 10 celebs that go into it. They were split into two teams. Then uh, Emily Atak and Malik Thompson-Dwyer jumped from a helicopter within five minutes of arriving, as you do. Do you know what? I think about this show and people get so scared about doing all these tasks. But I mean, if you've ever watched the show before, you kind of know what you're getting yourself into, don't you? So you kind of got to want to do it a bit. Mind you, the money that they get paid is probably the biggest thing that will make them say, yes, yes, I'll come to do I'm a Celebrity. I mean, I'd go for the weather alone. Brilliant. Yes. I eat a couple of spiders on the way to a good tan. Uh, so Emily did the first task, which was the first Bush Tucker trial. She was voted in, which I was think. what do you think, guys think, by the way, about being voted in to do the tasks on I'm a Celeb? Do you think it's one of two ways? Do you think either people love you and they would see more of you on the telly, like Toff last year, or do you think it's because people don't like you and they want to punish you by doing the tasks? Or I guess so, you know, I guess just if you get selected for doing one of the tasks, you're a bit like, oh God, do people love me or do they hate me? But at least you're not sat in the middle somewhere, right? <laughs> and so Emily got voted in to do the first task. It involved jumping into a viper pit, crawling through the mouth of this like big rock snake thing. Um, and it was a big dark hole and then there were other smaller dark holes <laughs> that she had to put her hand into and get all the stars. But in those holes, of course, were snakes. And it is probably one of the most terrifying moments I've ever seen on telly because she puts her hand into this hole and we can see what's going on, of course. She has no idea, but we can see what's going on. And there is this snake in there that is... I mean, it's up on its back. It's like hissing at her. It is ready to attack her. And it's little, like... You know, it's one of the little snakes, but it's the little ones that you've got to watch out for, really, isn't it? And it's just like, I'm going to pounce on you if you touch me. And she's like reaching around for the star. She finds the star, but the snake kind of like wriggles its way onto the star. She obviously knows that the snake's there. She goes in for it, like takes her hand out, goes in for a second time. And the snake's there and she's like, oh my God, takes her hand out again. Third time, she like goes to grab the star. The snake bites her on the hand and comes out of the hole with her. Oh, it was awful and then she like flings it on the floor and it's just sat there looking at her I would have been straight out of there I mean it was looking at her like do not come a step closer because I will pounce on you 
it was terrifying. Uh, it was completely like eyeing her up in the corridor. And, you know, she had to like leg it past the snake. Um, so Anne from the chase, she took on the second challenge. Uh, she had to be locked in like these different pods and she had to put in numbers that were on the wall to match this padlock number and the padlock would release and so she could get the stars. Um, but all the, the time these horrible things had been dropped on you, she had fish guts, goop, bugs, everything. Um, she managed to do two of them, but then she said, I was a celebrity, get me out of here, it, which was a shame. Um, but, you know, it, you can't judge her because we haven't been there, have we? I can't be like, yeah, 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 I would have done that because I probably wouldn't have, let's be honest. Um, some fun facts for you guys from I'm a Celebrity. Uh, John Barrowman has been told to stop singing as apparently it is racking up their royalties bill. <laughs> I don't know if that's true or not, but that's brilliant. So funny. Oh, poor guy. Um, did you see also in a magazine, Becky Vardy has uh, given like a, away a load of secrets. And she said that apparently when you're sat around the campfire talking, you're actually given topics to talk about. Like someone gives you a topic and they're like, oh, hey, you know, talk about this subject or you know, Harry from this year, tell us more about how you ran your wife over. Please tell us more about how you ran your wife over, Harry, because I just think it's hilarious. It's just, did you watch it? So basically, Harry Redknapp, on the first episode, they got into a Jeep and he was like, well, I'm not driving. Last time I drove, I ran my wife over. <laughs> I just dropped it so casually into the conversation. It was hilarious. And then didn't say anything else about it. And I was like, um... Why has no one asked him to go for, like, you know, more details on this story, please, Harry? <laughs> you can't just drop that in a conversation and not explain. Oh, so funny. Uh, back to our fact. Another Harry Redknapp uh, fact. He's the uncle to Frank Lampard. Did you know this? I didn't know this. Did not know this. In Strictly this week, they did two dances. One of their own, just the couples, and one for a brand new dance. It's called the Lindy Hop. It was called a Lindy Hopperson which I think sounds so cute. I just imagined like all these little bunnies bouncing around. And it kind of was like that. Very upbeat. Very like swing. It's a dance that's mixed with a bit of tap, a bit of the Charleston. Very fun, obviously. Um, and instead of the couples coming on and dancing one by one, they came on as a big group and they, yeah, they had to take up the whole floor space and they were judged by the judges uh, on how good they were at dancing and avoiding each other. They couldn't, it's like, a, it's like musical chairs, but for adults, <laughs> you couldn't run into one another. You couldn't touch one another. Um, so because you got penalized, so good. Uh, go and have a little catch up with that. There was a big mess up with the technology of the scores. So basically they were putting all the scores for the different couples onto like some kind of electronic thing. I mean, has no one learned that technology lets you down when you need it the most? You know what I mean? When you're trying to get something up on your computer, when you're trying to minimize something on your computer, it just won't work, will it? Or it crashes or it dies or printers. That's what I always have issues with. The blimmin' printer. Don't even get me started. Um, go old school. I hope that's taught everyone to go old school. Use a bit of pen. I mean, a bit of paper. <laughs> a bit of paper and a pen. You can't go wrong unless your pen runs out. And that's not great either, is it? But yeah, uh, so they had to, <laughs> lucky for them, someone had their back and uh, had written down the scores so they could just read it from the bit of paper. But it all got very confusing. Anyway, Ashley and Pasha and Graham and Otie were in the bottom two. WTF, what is going on? Ashley and Pasha in the bottom two. 
Oh, it's such a shame because I just really felt for Graham because I think he was like, you know what, I'm going when like compared to Ashley and all four judges were unanimous. Um, they agreed that Ashley should stay and Graham should go. But it's sad. I really liked Graham. I thought he was really good fun. Uh, but anyway, on to the quarterfinals next week. Uh, Graham gave such a nice speech at the end saying that Strictly is something special. And oh, just the love he has for OT is so nice. So nice. Sad to see him go. But onwards and upwards, hey? Um, X Factor. So again, it's been a week where everyone's kind of done two of everything. Strictly had two dances. X Factor, they had two songs. One of their own. And one was a bit of an ABBA medley. So they all came together and each of them sang a different ABBA song um, to celebrate kind of Mamma Mia. If you don't know, you can go and get Mamma Mia. Here we go again. Now it's out. It's on Sky. Every time I go to my Sky record thing, it pops up like, watch me. And I really need to do it. In fact, I might do it tonight. No one's home. So (laughs) just me, the dog and Cher. Um, Acacia and Aaliyah sang Money, Money, Money. And it was so good. It was completely different. They completely turned it on their head. Uh, And Benny from ABBA was there judging them. He gave them a like a um, little warm up lesson as well. So little masterclass. Amazing. I mean, that in itself is just incredible. So two acts left on Saturday night and they were Brendan and Danny. Um, I feel like getting towards the end of X Factor, everyone's just disappeared really quickly. Like at the beginning, you're like, oh, one person goes, then two people go. And now we've got like four people leaving on the same weekend. So Brendan and Danny, boom, gone, done. Um, They'll obviously be on the tour though. So you know, we'll be seeing some more of them. Um, and that left Scarlett, Anthony, Acacia and Aaliyah and Dalton in the, was that the quarterfinal? I guess that, or is that, yeah, semi-fi- semi-finals? Anyway, um, and then Anthony and Dalton were through to the final. Whoop, whoop. Um, both of Louis's boys. So Louis was like, sweet, I'll take a seat, shall I? Done. Um, and then it left Acacia and Aaliyah and Scarlett to sing off. And there were three votes for Scarlett she did smash it. She's so talented. They're both amazing, to be honest. I think they'll both go really far. So there you go. There's your catch-up. The three finalists in X Factor, you've got Scarlett, Anthony, and Dalton. And off they drove on their big buses, which I think is one of my favourite parts of the show. And it was quite nice because you got a little behind the scenes. Because um, I was saying to my boyfriend earlier, like, how do they prepare the buses? Do they actually have four buses uh, ready to go? And then whoever doesn't make it, they just don't use that bus. Uh, no, they have three buses. And obviously when the boys had got through, they had, uh, what's it called when you like stick things on? You know, like when you stick sticky things onto cars when they're on a rally or whatever <laughs> it was like that but on the buses so when Scarlett went out she was they were still sticking her name to the bus so that's how they do it I mean super quick super super quick uh there you go there's your x factor updates your weekly roundup fashion let's talk fashion yes and then I'm going to talk to Jamie Stevens who's going to tell us about more about fashion but hair fashion instead so clothes fashion I know that I was trying to make this not too over the top Christmassy but I can't help myself so (laughs) it's gonna be sequins yay sequin season is upon us and let's face it over the next few weeks you're going to be going to a Christmas party or two or three who knows um so I've picked some sequin numbers out. There's quite a lot of them, to be honest. So from Motel Rocks, great website. They've always got a sale on, I swear. I, I follow them on Instagram and Instagram must know because every now and then I get all these adverts popping up being like 10%, oh no, £10 sample sale. And I'm like, 
what are you doing to me? What are you doing to my bank account, Instagram? It's mad. Anyway, so from Motel Rocks, they've got a best-selling dress. It comes in so many colours. So even though it's a bestseller, pick a unique colour um, and you won't see anyone else in it. I've got it in green. It's called the Gabby dress. It's the Gabby back plunge sequin dress it's available in ready for this green purple red mermaid which is like shimmery different colors and like a pinky color so you know oh and they've got it in black keep it simple 48 pounds bargain sequin dress ready for christmas under 50 pounds wear it to the christmas party wear it christmas day wear it to new year's i don't care what you do with it just buy one because it's great i've got one in green and i wore it to a christmas party last year love it i will say this though i think their sizes are a little bit big so maybe go for a size smaller uh so there's if you don't want to go like full ott sequin if you're not there yet don't worry get a little sequin accessory. There's a multicolored bucket bag. Uh, when I say multicolored, it's literally the colors of the rainbow. So it'll go with everything. Or if you're wearing black for your Christmas party or to Christmas or whatever, it's a bit morbid. Don't wear black on Christmas day. <laughs> um, just add a little touch of color. This is a huge pop of color. It's multicolored bucket bag with a gold chain. So you can chuck it on your shoulder when you're on a dance floor. It's uh, small. It's perfect to Perk up an outfit, $17.99 from New Look. It's cheap, cheap and cheerful, perfect. Uh, Sequin jacket, it's got large sequins, so like big disc sequins. Change it up a little bit. And the sequin colours are, it's a dark, it's all, you know, it's a dark theme, so it's black, blues, purple, silvers, no crazy bright colours in there. Pop it over trousers or a dress, just add a little bit of sparkle to something nice. Is that the M&S saying? Look, add a touch of sparkle, is it? Anyway, $29.99 from H&M. Uh, there's a silver sequin blazer dress. This is cool. My friend Emily has one of these. I think it's from Zara. But this one that I found is from Misguided. And it's cheaper. That's what we like to hear. Um, and it's so standout. It's quite low cut. It's short as well so it's very sassy it's basically like a blazer imagine you've buttoned it up in the middle and off you go 65 pound for misguided you are your own disco ball wearing that dress so there's a silver and white sequin embellished crop top yes it's got long sleeves so it's not like too um you're not too exposed shall we say uh it's got long sleeves it's made for the cold it's high neck as well and it's £19 in the sale from ASOS. It's really nice. It's like a cream colour with little silver sequins on it. It's very nice. Now, if you want to go full on sequin, there's the Hayley Baldwin X. Is that what you, how you say it? Like when someone's like collabed with someone. Hayley Baldwin X, P-L-T. Um, she's got a whole collection out and it's all crazy sequins it's really festive it's proper party uh so a couple of my top things are a slinky maxi dress for 50 pound it's very it's very slinky and it's got like um what are they called spaghetti straps but it's nice it's, it's a, like a basic dress but because it's covered in sequins and it's all shiny it's something a bit special there's also a two-piece sequin set it's trousers like flared trousers high-waisted and a little crop top it's 45 pound for the trousers 20 pound for the crop top total of 65 pounds quick maths yes um which is nice i like it yeah very christmasy so there you go there's your uh fashion fix for the weeks get those sequins going time to speak to Jamie Stevens where he's got some more fashion advice on hairstyles uh now Jamie has four salons uh, he's got salons Kensington Clapham 
Surrey, that's Ripley in Surrey, and Somerset. There you go. So wherever you are in the country, you can go to a Jamie Stevens salon. I popped in for a visit uh, with him at the Kensington salon, and it was gorgeous. He's won so many awards. It's amazing. But here he is to tell us more. Well, yeah. let's, let's talk about what's trending at the yeah. minute in hairstyles. So when I when a lot of people think of hairdressing they think oh it's all the women that are going in to get their hair done but you are massively known for being a men's hairdresser yeah. as well what's the kind of most popular thing that guys come in to ask for because when my boyfriend goes in for, to go to the hairdressers takes a picture of Gary Barlow and he's like can I look like this guy right well from regards to sort of fashion like the, the fairly aggressive like skin fading of sort of quite short through mm-hmm. the back and the sides has been around for a long time it's definitely softening a little bit more we're seeing a bit more length coming into guys hair yeah much more texture and a little bit more movement like Pete from Towie I always think Pete from Towie you know he, yeah he's got sort of I think most guys have big hair envy with him <laughs> but um, you know again like you, you said it you know your Beckhams your Barlows yeah you know, your One Direction boys from Harry Styles, you know, when he had his long hair, even going back shorter, it's still, it's long but short. Yeah, you know. and but slick. But it's that, that slick but messy, but and it's I, meant to be. So messy. we're actually, you know, again, guys generally, unfortunately, are sort of thinner head, you know, more than the, yeah. the opposite sex. So we're actually doing a lot of merms. Oh, what's yeah. a merm? It's a man perm. A man perm. Right. Okay, that Heard sounds cool. Just best, to, yeah. again, just to sort of you know maximise what they have. We've got products, you know, but we've also got services that are not just for women. Yeah, you know, so women come in, you know, if they've got grey hair or limp hair, we can perm them, we can colour them, we yeah. can do volumising treatments. We don't treat men any different. What about for women for autumn? What should we be looking out for? So I think the whole sort of colour, you know, yeah. is still like huge. The ombres, the sombres, the foliage, yeah. you know, still kind of colour looking undone is still a sort of a big trend. I think moving into the winter, we're seeing slightly more, you know, sort of warmer sort of tones still, whether it be blonde, you know, like yourself, you know, nothing too too like ashy you know yeah. some more sort of like sandy caramels biscuity tones right. you know my cousin has just gone from bleach blonde to like um dark ginger do you think something like that well color could come back for autumn ginger is a food not a color okay. hey see it, i like this it's, it's Learning. Copper, copper copper or auburn um but again for me you know when you're talking you know winter we always say winter warmer okay. right so you know when you're, if you're really blonde you know it's fine when the sun's down but when it's cold and it's a bit dull you want to kind of you want to liven yourself up so add a bit of warmth nice. and you know pastel tones equally you know you've got a lot of big trends with vibrant yes. colour they're not necessarily I just broke your pen I'm really sorry oh don't worry it's fine I've got um, many of them um, <laughs> yeah bright colours fashion colours you know they are cool and they're yeah. there and if you've got lightened hair then your more watery colours and pastel yeah. tones they wash out yeah, so it's great exactly. to experiment definitely but change it up a bit it does. Wow. and do you have your own YouTube cha- channel yeah. is that yeah. James so Stevens Mr. Yeah. Mr. Mr. James Stevens Mr. James Stevens yeah, yeah. fab cool so what's next Jamie you thinking of opening any other salons you, at the moment absolutely not okay um, it is literally a case you know I opened two in the last 12 months yeah and okay plus becoming a dad you know it was all lots going on <laughs> lots going on so at the moment it's about focusing on you know getting the four salons to their full potential maximising my team keep doing awards really pushing the TV I've got some new really exciting products coming out okay. in the men's range plus 
not giving anything away, but there might be a new female range coming out soon as well. Excellent. Um, Interesting. So, yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll probably see you on the TV soon. Yeah, ne- next Thursday next on the Rain. Next Thursday on the Rain. Yeah. Wonderful. Thank you so much My for chatting to me, Jamie. Fab. All right. All good. Now, life of Lexi. Um, I have been to Dubai recently. I was there last week. It was so much fun. I love Dubai. When the first time I went was in March this year and people were like, you're either going to love it or you're going to hate it. I loved it. I don't know about anyone else, but I absolutely loved it. I feel like I could live there. Anyway, I couldn't live there when it's too hot, of course. But um, at this time of year for a winter holiday, it's great. Oh, it's like 32 degrees. It's sunny every day. You don't even have to worry about clouds. Although it did rain, but that was in the evening. So, you know, when the sun's not out, I don't mind if it doesn't rain. Don't you dare rain in the day, though. Not on my tan. (laughs) Um, So we stayed in the marina in an Airbnb for the first four days because we were part of a wedding. Um, So massive shout out to Rob and Christina. Congratulations. Thank you for inviting us. It was so much fun. Absolutely loved it. And uh, we stayed in the marina for the first few days, which was nice because last time we went, we didn't get to go to the marina. The marina is where STK is. It's where Buddha Bar is. It's where the observatory is at the top of the building where you can look out all over Dubai. By you've got Jamira Beach very close by, so you can go to I think it's called Expectation, which is a great breakfast place, so so nice. Um, yeah, absolutely loved it. You've got the marina zip line that's there, you've got the little marina shopping mall that's there, and uh, it's full of nice little restaurants and things. Loved it, loved it, loved it. You could, of course, you're close to the boat trips that you can do. We went out on a sunset boat cruise, um, really, it was really nice. You just like potter around out the coast of Dubai. Um, the alcohol situation with an Airbnb, yes, it's difficult because you can't buy alcohol unless you've got a license, however. Don't quote me on this because I do not want to be responsible for you getting arrested in Dubai. But I think you could buy three litres per person in duty-free when you get out of the airport. Now, I don't know what the rules are about drinking those in an Airbnb. So maybe you check that, yeah? <laughs> um, but it's certainly cheaper to stay in an Airbnb for show. Um, the wedding was at the Kempinski Hotel. It was beautiful. It reminded me of like an Italian villa. And it was one of those weddings where... It it was like out of a movie. They got married with this beach, like white sand behind them. It was absolutely stunning. And I said to my boyfriend when we walked into this hotel, I was like, you know when you just like feel at home somewhere? And yeah, I did. I felt at home. It was so, so lovely. Then my boyfriend and I extended our trip by two days and we were like, right, we're just going to go off and chill and do absolutely nothing for two days. So we headed to the Fairmont Hotel. It was a toss up really between the Anantara that we stayed at last time, which is amazing, by the way. I loved it there. But you know when you've kind of done something and you're like, is it going to be as good? Um, but then of course you've got the, on the other hand, you're like, oh, if I stay anywhere else, what if it's not as good? Oh, but we took the risk. We were like, right, we've stayed there before. So let's try something else. So the hotels we were tossing up between were the Fairmont and Five Palm Jamira, um, which is a great hotel. It's really nice. The only thing that made me go for the Fairmont was that people had said in these online reviews that Five Palm only had one pool, which is like adults, kids, um, 
and it was hard to get a sun lounger. I do not want to find it hard to get a sun lounger when I'm on holiday. So we went for the Fairmont and that was what spun us. And I absolutely loved it. You had about, I think it was three pools that you had, adults only, kids pool, which wasn't even too kiddie. And you've got the beach. And we had two of the best restaurants in Dubai, Little Miss India for obviously Indian food was incredible. They had this like true Pakistani Oxford bus that was like coming out of the building painted in all bright colors and that was the bar on the inside and I was taking a picture like I do because I just love to document everything and one of the waiters was like because it was the end of the night we'd stayed there for ages just having a couple of cocktails and he was like do you want to go in the bar and have a picture and I was like obviously I do Um, and it was so cool I loved it and the other restaurant we had was bar I think it's it's b-a but I think it's pronounced bar which is like pan asian like yeah, so like, it, I just had a bit of everything. Oh my God, I can't remember what they're called, but they were called something rolls. Oh, I'm really annoyed. Um, and they were incredible. Go there, have them, done. Uh, my other Life of Lexi story for you was that on Monday this week, so that was Monday the 19th, I was on the telly. I was on an episode of Modern Wheels or Classic Steels on Channel Dave. Yeah, basically, my dad thought it would be funny to apply for, on my behalf, to a TV show that was about finding your dream car. And they contacted me and it was brilliant. And I went and filmed with them for a day and it was so much fun. And we were, at the time, we were actually looking for a car. So obviously I gave them what we were looking for, uh, but then we bought a house. So by the end of filming, I, well, by the time it got to filming, I actually had no money left. So I didn't end up with the car, Uh, but hey-ho, it was a really, really good day. And uh, Rebecca and Elo, who are the two presenters on it. So Rebecca's all about the modern cars. Elo's about the classic cars. Um, I love a bit of both. Like I grew up, my dad loves classic cars. We have a whole driveway full of classic cars. Um, And, you know, some go, some don't. Some don't have an engine. Some are just a body. But, you know, it's uh, it's definitely something I grew up with. And it was so, so nice to go and have a look at all these cars. My boyfriend's obviously really into his modern cars. So I was, yeah, I sit somewhere in the middle, I guess. I appreciate it all. So I got to test drive the brand new BMW i8, which was great, by the way. I'll give you a little recap of my thoughts of the show. I thought it was a really nice car. It's smooth it's so high tech it knows everything the doors like fly up like a lambo which is sick um but it doesn't for me it didn't have the noise like on on the inside you can turn the sound on so you get this internal like engine sound but outside you i mean you could be a prius going past someone they wouldn't have a clue because they can't hear you and what i like about a car is that it's a bit of a head turner and people are like hey hear that ferrari coming or whatever um you don't get that with the bmw i8 so that ruled it out for me um I then drove an absolute classic and probably one of my dad's favourite cars, the Jaguar E-Type in this gorgeous, like, it was like a turquoise colour and I just had my nails painted turquoise and they matched and I was like, maybe it's meant to be. Really nice car, maybe a bit too classic for me and, you know, if you get one scratch on that car, you're screwed. And to the maintenance and everything freaked me out a little bit. Then I drove the Lamborghini Gallardo. Oh, beauty if that was in orange Rebecca you would have taken you would have stolen the show I would have gone with it it's just so easy to drive you put your foot down off you go and I felt so in control of it and then the absolute cream of the crop at the end of the show is the Ferrari 335 spider in red oh 
what a beauty of a car and yeah okay that's the it's the best in terms of everything that I asked for on that show it ticked all the boxes but when you actually sit down and think about it in terms of practicality it's a convertible you know you're not really gonna be able to take it out in winter yeah it's very precious you've got to look after it whereas I feel like actually the Lamborghini is more of an everyday car check out my Instagram there's some pictures of the cars I've got some shots from the telly as well that's at Lexi Carducci so go have a little little nosy uh, and finally to finish my show is Lexi's life lessons where I share a quote with you like a motivational quote from the week and I quite like this one because that you know the well-known saying that says a leopard can never change its spots i.e if someone's a dick they're always going to be a dick if someone's a cheater, they're always going to be a cheater. <laughs> Leopard cheater. Wait, pun not intended. Hashtag. <laughs> and I, I don't know if I like that saying because I actually do think that if you want to change, you can. I get the fact that, yeah, obviously you've got, you're always going to have an underlying sense of yourself, which I think is great because everyone everyone's different, aren't they? We've all got our own different personalities. So the quote that I found says, even if the leopard could change its spots... It wouldn't. And I think that's saying you don't need to do anything different. You are fine just the way you are. Hey, I hope that will make you just do you next week. Really enjoy. And uh, I'll have more gossip, more fashion and more life stories for you next time. See ya. Ciao, ciao.